When that album dropped, I have to tell you the truth, man. I was really proud to have Dear Hip Hop on there, produced by my man Scam. I saw Scam in the building. Where's Scam at? Make some noise for Scam, y'all. There is no Dear Hip Hop without Scam. So the man we have been anticipating and waiting for, Mr. Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm good. What are you saying? In this cold... I'm doing good in this cold weather out yeah, here. Yeah. I'm glad we're in here. Yes. It's a fly spot. <laughs> yes, it is. Memories, and it's my first time here. Somehow it's nostalgic. I don't know. Yes. Um, so first off, we... Um, Worldwide TV would like to send our condolences because you recently oh, lost you. your father. Um, was he um, an inspiration or a motivator to um, you being an artist? Or <clears throat> Yeah, in many ways, actually. You know, my father's from Spain. I wear this to honor him. Like, it's on me all the time. Ooh. This is a Spanish flag. Um, it's it's look old and tattered now, but this is his wristband. Um, he left Spain as a 22-year-old. And... Uh, Sort of, he played semi-pro soccer. He was thinking of, you know, going all in, and he was encouraged to come to Canada and learn a trade and live a better lifestyle, better, you know, living standard or whatever. This is like the '60s, so I guess back then Canada was a better spot than Spain in terms of, you know, opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, now, if I was him, I'd be like, damn, I'm going for the soccer thing, you know? Yeah. What I mean? But. I wouldn't have existed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> done that. So he came here, didn't even know the language, and he learned a trade, learned a language, got a job, got married, had kids. He did everything that he aspired to do. Mm -hmm. So in that way, he definitely inspired me because, you know, I've just been in love with music my whole life, like since I was a little kid. So the the go for it kind of attitude, yeah, um, is something that I, I think I learned from him. And he was stubborn too. I'm very stubborn. I stick to what you know what it is. Uh, I want to do, and um, he was also a part of my music in some ways. Uh, he was featured in a song called Corrida de Toros, Spanish for Bullfight. Mm -hmm. I only know that because of him. He, he was the announcer at the beginning of the song and the music video for no, those who know my history. Uh, he appeared in two of my music videos, actually, and always supported um, what I did. So, yeah, it's definitely a big loss for me, and uh, I continue to be inspired by him and plan on attributing him in my future uh, recordings. That's great. Um, For sure. Um, you're an inspiration to all. Um, your father, it's like he inspired you, and now you're inspiring everybody through your music. So we thank you for that. And we also thank, thank you. your father, even though we haven't met him. But yeah. from you speaking about him, he seems like he was a wonderful man. That's uh, huge. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I didn't know we were going to start off that way, but it is a big deal. It's still something I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, not easy at all. But I appreciate you saying all that you said because... Uh, there's no question he inspired me, and it's crazy to think that I inspire people, mm -hmm. and I'm glad that I do, or that that's being recognized, you know, mm -hmm. it's not just through my music, I've been doing like hip-hop songwriting workshops now for about almost 12 years, Ooh. so I've worked with youth, mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's always inspiring to me to see that I've been able to give back to like... Um, younger cats who've come up in the game and so many of them now are like doing their thing mm -hmm. and I, I, I'd like to you know I take some pride in knowing that I had a, at least a little something to do with like getting them going so, yeah that's but, yeah, that's good I appreciate you acknowledging that you're welcome um so which part of this um Toronto are you from for those who don't know about Daniel Scarborough yeah <laughs> Scarborough the As east side say proudly yeah okay so what yeah. type of artist are you 
if I wanted to know or if somebody else wanted to know, what kind of artist are you? You know, it's funny that you should ask that question following up asking what part of Toronto I'm from because I've always believed, like, as I told you, I've been into music mm -hmm. my whole life. You know, I started rhyming as a 10-year-old and I've always believed that Scarborough kind of had this very authentic grassroots feel to lyricism. Um, I grew up as a freestyler and a, and a, rat, and a battler. Um, I got my, you know, I started my whole thing through winning a contest on Electric Circus. So I won my first rap oh, battle wow. on television. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And my mindset was always lyricism, lyricism. I wanted to be the next Big Daddy Kane or Rock Kim and Cool G Rap. Like those rappers of the late 80s, early 90s with that type of lyrical ilk was who I aspired to be. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got into it by winning battles and talent shows and competitions, things like that. And um, so I would, I would put myself in that sort of lyricist category, um, you know, with a focus on, um, you know, just sharp, witty rhymes. Um, I can tackle all kinds of topics, but the, the, the lyrical strength has always got to be there. So that's how I feel like I've managed my career in writing and recording. Boy, you brought it all the way back, all the way to Electric Circus. You yeah. have me thinking about Master T and oh, all that type of, of stuff. Like, people who don't even know about Master T and stuff Yo, like they, that. You gotta know about Master T. You know, <laughs> like, you know, he, Master, I'm glad you brought him up. He's someone who I, is also a huge inspiration. He's someone that I'm indebted to. Um, I'm happy to say that I, uh, he took me up on my invitation to my album release party in November, this past November, when I released my Dear Hip Hop 20 Years Later album. Mm -hmm. uh, Master T, among many other legends, came out. But the reason that I needed him there is that, you know, he was the dude I was watching on TV who was introducing me to mm -hmm. all of these, not just hip hop acts, but like um, urban music artists from Canada and from the States as well. But like, he was the, the face, to, he's at least one of the faces to... Canadian urban music on television. And, you know, long before the internet became, you know, the biggest thing ever, TV's where you went to to watch videos or to see performances, whatever. And uh, when I got in with my first single, Dear Hip Hop, he interviewed me, you know, on, on the mix. <laughs> yes, and So, mix. you know, to, to, to be a kid watching all these cats on TV and seeing Master T interview them and all that stuff, and then being that same kid to get interviewed by him, it's like... Being on TV with Master T was like, I made it. I, you know, I, I've done what I've set out to do. Um, and I so appreciate that he came out to my album release party and said a few words because sometimes I think we forget that, you know, us artists, you know, yeah, we create the music and we're known for our songs or whatever it is we do. But without so many people, yourself included, mm -hmm. helping to showcase what we do. Yeah. Helping to put us on, giving us outlets to say, hey, look, this artist exists and his music or her music is dope. Mm -hmm. um, you know, without the outlets like what was much music, which has now become, you know, uh, avenues like WWE TV, you know, where would we be? So I thank people like you. I thank, obviously, the Master T's, the Michael Williamses. The Deuce the Deuces, of course. And my man Deuce Deuces <laughs> on the album, too. Of course. Um, you know, one of the MCs that kind of started with in this game, so there's a lot of history and I'm happy to be part of it. Real quick, real quick. What you know about the Dream Warriors, y'all? Make some noise for King No doubt. Now, hey man, I don't know about y'all, like, we can talk about hip-hop legends all day. And we can talk about Canadian hip-hop being legendary all day, because we all know it's true. And we can all talk about us legends on this stage. 
Because they are, there are legends. But then there are legends. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're talking about the guy who sits at the head of the table. Who I definitely know I wouldn't be doing this shit if it were not for him. So just in case you were saving your noise, this is the time to give it up. Toronto, please make some noise for the one and only Maestro! So like what you were talking about your um your release party, you recently had an anniversary event called Dare Hip Hop. Yeah. Um can you tell us about the process behind that? Like how did you come about doing Yeah, well my first um official recorded release was Dare Hip Hop. It dropped in November of ninety six and it was put out on Beat Factory's Rap Essentials Volume One album. It was a compilation of twelve hip hop joints from Canada. Mm -hmm. People like the Rascal, Shaq Claire, Cardinal Fischau, oh. Ghetto Concept. Uh, we're all on that album. Yeah. Uh, Deuce Deuce, part of Concrete Mob, was on that album. Um, so when my first single was released, it actually wasn't officially a single. It was a song on a compilation. So 20 years later, when the anniversary was coming up, um, you know, so much has changed since then, obviously. Now, like, the album's not even available, even online, mm -hmm. from what I know. And I thought, you know, this was a pretty special album. For me, it launched my career really helped catapult it and so many other artists who are still doing their thing who are on that album and are recognized as being part of that historic record i thought it would be cool to commemorate it i reached out to the people who were behind it some of the cast from beat factory they hadn't really planned anything or even thought about the fact that an anniversary was coming so i'm like okay i'm gonna do something um because i had already put out my dear hip-hop album on vinyl mm -hmm. through a label in france in 2014 couple of years passed and I was encouraged to, you know, commemorate the 20 year mark. And I said, well, the album's out on vinyl. I'm going to do a deluxe version, put some new records on there and acknowledge the fact that I'm not the only cat who's been around 20 years. There's a lot of other dudes out there mm -hmm. who've been doing it. So that's why you got Thrust, Maestro Fresh West, Mocha Only, My Man Big Kish, Eternia, Deuce, Deuce, Mathematic. All of them are on the album. Deuce, Deuce and Mathematic were two artists from the Rap Essentials album. They're on a record on the album called Rap Essential. The young people now that is spearheading hip-hop don't know where it came from. Uh -huh. They know the American version, not the Canadian version. Um, so do you ever envision the day that you would see multiple hip-hop artists um, from Toronto, like shining in America and things like that? You know, I think that day, if it's not already here, it's coming. You know, um, I, I'm pretty thankful to be able to say that, you know, there's, there's, you can count number, like more than one Canadian urban artist blowing up. You know, you have the Drakes and the Weekends of the world, but like Daniel Caesar, like there's, the, the, the list continues to grow. Um, 
there's more names I'm not mentioning right now, but the list continues to grow of like some of the younger artists. And then of course you have some of the, you know, the legends like the Maestro Fresh Wesses and the Cardinal Officials who are still very much busy in this game, working and doing well. So I think if that time hasn't come yet, we're just about there. And I think to be fair, to be real, we should probably acknowledge that we are there because worldwide we're, we are recognized. I don't think that we recognize that we're recognized. You know what I'm saying? Like this Dear Hip Hop thing before, this this came out here. Yeah, Dear Hip Hop 20 years later. So it's out now, you know, iTunes, Spotify, all of that. Before iTunes, Spotify, and on CD for those who still cop. <laughs> yes. You know, it was only available on vinyl in Europe and Japan. So my point is like, we are recognized in places where we don't think we're recognized. You know, I've done a Dear Hip Hop remix that was also a, a release in Japan only on vinyl. So I've worked with people across the world who recognize what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. So if we haven't yet, it's time that we recognize what we're doing <laughs> here. And I think we are. You know, I, I, we've been an unstoppable force. I think it's, it's proven itself now. Yes, it has. And do you feel the art of um, storytelling and lyrics have diminished um, from like the past to now, like, do you see like a difference in the art of storytelling or? Well, from what I notice, I mean, it depends on the artist for sure. You know, I think that hip hop continues to evolve and change and grow as a, as does everything. There was a time where storytelling, especially in music videos, mm -hmm. which I've always been a big fan of, like there's a story in music videos that, you know, generally coincides with the record. And I think that we were seeing... Um, obviously in recent years, more, especially more of the mainstream music to be sort of in one type of vein. It's like, there's a lot of partying, you know, there's a lot of, you know, flashing money and all that stuff. And it's cool in a way because we've seen hip hop grow to a point where now you can make money as part of being, mm -hmm. a hip, you know, being in the hip hop community. Hip hop artists are now rich. We recognize that mm -hmm. money's to be made. We came from an era where that wasn't a given, you know. I didn't jump into hip hop going, man, I think I can make some money doing yep. this. I just wanted to be the best rapper I could be. Mm -hmm. You know, I was 13 years old when I was on Electric Circus. So back then, I think we were in an era where storytelling, there was more emphasis on it because being the best was at the forefront of what a rapper wanted to do. Today, how to um, be successful, not that that's a bad thing, but how to be successful, I think for a lot of artists, sort of overrides the how good I am at this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's people with great business game, not necessarily the greatest MCs. But again, everybody has their opinions, and mine is such that, you know, I'm old school. So <laughs> definitely I'm down with the storytelling and the lyricism and everything that I think was a little bit more prevalent when I started. Um, so if there's one thing that you would or could change in your career, what would that be? Wow. I think that um, I might have taken my time on certain decisions, you know, like... This is a game where things consistently change, and you gotta change with them. You know, I, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times how old school I am. Like even with technology, you know, I'm, anyone who knows me knows I'm bad with technology. <laughs> you know, so even like my social media game is all right. You know what I mean? Like learning things quicker, making changes to fit yeah. the game. You know, because I again, I drop uh, I drop records in an era where it was about pressing vinyl and CDs and cassettes, getting them in stores marketing them in such a way that people would go to the store to buy them. Sad and record store. Yeah. You know, <laughs> all of that's changed from that to like pushing CDs at shows, which still exists. I mm -hmm. still do. But, you know, we're now, it's not even, I was reading an article the other day where, where they were talking about how the downloading era is now over and we're in a streaming era. 
So you gotta change. And I would have changed a little bit quicker to get hip to like these, you know, advances in technology and what people are doing and stuff and just make different moves a little bit quicker. Um, I might have stayed too long in certain pockets of, pockets of what I was comfortable with. And in many times it fit me, like putting Dear Hip Hop out on vinyl fit the nature of the project. Mm -hmm. um, but it's expanding, you know, my knowledge base of like how things have changed in the music game because so much has changed. A lot. You know, so yeah. I actually, there was a little bit of a hiatus for me after my second album came out in 04. I never stopped doing what I was doing, but mentally I kind of took a break from, because the game was changing, mm -hmm. and I could see that it was changing, but at the time I was a little bit bitter. I didn't like how it was changing. Mm -hmm. And by 2009, I had dropped Dilla Pickles, which was my tribute mixtape to Jay Dilla, and that was specifically a free download. Mm -hmm. So my mind had done some changing, like it's a downloading world, people want you know mixtapes, not just about albums, you can do this, and there's so many different ways to do music. Mm -hmm. um, again, that was a mixtape. Obviously, you know, not everything is going to be made for an album or, you know what I'm saying? So I expanded my thinking and uh, that's what kind of brought me back into the foray of writing and recording and performing again. So it's been a long career, but I feel like there was a first chapter that ended and another that began in that era. It's, it's always good to learn new things and I, I, sometimes you know, it's hard sure. for you to adjust to certain things, but yeah. as you go, you tend to adjust and, yeah, and, and move forward everything. and that's you know, good. And in this music game, I mean, this is Canada. We should never forget, like, we have a small population in this country by comparison to the states and so many other countries. So we're working already with small numbers. We need to do more to grow and expand outside of literally our borders. Obviously, the Internet has allowed us to do that. Um, so understanding how it works mm -hmm. is a big part of this game. Okay, so... Still learning. <laughs> Always, every day. Yeah. Um, so when it's all said and done, yeah. what would you like people to remember... Daniel for? Wow. Um, I would hope that they would appreciate um, my lyrical abilities, but also the content of my music to know that I never fronted on a record. Like that's another thing that I've always stayed true to. I've not written anything fake in any of my songs. You know, like I came up in an era like what you say in a hip hop record matters to the listener. So authenticity, being genuine, being real, being original has always been part of what I've done. So I would hope that they would continue to list me, as some have, not everybody, but as some have, list me as one of the top lyricists to have ever done it. Not necessarily in Canada, just period. Yeah. You know, again, I'm thankful to say that I have fans in places like Brazil and France and Japan. I haven't even visited. <laughs> you know, I'd love to. Um, but again, the power of the internet, people have reached out to me and told me how much my music has meant to them. So if I can leave that type of impression on people, not just music that they liked or that they could jam or bop their head to, or even that they thought was dope lyrically, but that meant something. You know, I've had people told me, tell me that, oh, you know, that Eternia, you know, my girl Eternia on the album told me when she first heard Dear Hip Hop, she was in a bad place in her world and it helped lift her up. It helped change and motivate. You know, it's crazy. You know, we don't even think as artists the power of our music. Mm -hmm. But we should know as music fans the power of music because there's so much music I could talk to you about that has uplifted me, that's got me through bad times and everything. So if I can be one of those artists to be put in the category of it meant something to me and got me out of a bad place or that record stuck with me or like, you know, that's why we're celebrating this milestone is I'm, I'm proud to have created something that matters all these years later. So I hope that I can continue to make records that will continue to matter as far as time exists. 
That's good, and I hope that people continue to listen to your music because um, you're an amazing person. From just sitting down talking to you, you inspire me to I like do a yeah, lot of things. You never know what's going to happen when you meet someone on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> on the subway, a lot yeah. of things go down on the subway. So um, before we go out, of course, I, I want everybody to know where we can get your music yeah, from. Sure. Um, so tell us where we can cop one if yeah. we can. So the album is out, of course. It's called Dear Hip Hop, 20 Years Later. Um, this is the deluxe version of the vinyl um, that came out on Surgeon Records, which is no longer available. So, so this is the only version of the album that's available. It's available through Urbnet Records. So you can go online through either danio.com, dan-e-o.com. Um, of course, it's on iTunes, Spotify, basically all music platforms. So wherever you get music, this album is available, and uh, yeah, definitely peep it. What it is actually is, is a collection of my original recordings from the '90s and brand new joints. So yeah, Which the is clearly <laughs> yeah. So that's like when I was a teenager, and the album cover was a picture taken 20 years. Later. So this is the before, ladies, before and this the, is yeah, the yeah, after. Yeah. Teenager to grown man, so, <laughs> you know. And well, then, yeah. I see you still got the swag from your younger soul. Oh, hey, you. come on, man. I'm you got the J's on. You looking fly, this boy. I like that. So before sure. we go, I got to ask you, what is in store for Daniel in 2018? Well, um, thankfully, the year started off really well. Um, in addition to rhyming, you know, I, I work as an actor. So I just shot a... Um, feature like film, my third one, it's called Life Changer, so Ooh. look for that in 2018. Um, I'm also in a short film called Natalie's Diary, so I just shot that. Um, I've just shot a bunch of commercials as well, and I'm going to be shooting uh, a TV show called Bizarre Murder, so a bunch of my acting work will be available to Eyes and Ears in 2018. And I'm also working on completing my next album, which is all about being a father. Uh, something that I'm brand new, well, somewhat hey, brand new to my three and a half. Congratulations! Thank you. Has uh, has changed my life, obviously. So my next record is sort of everything is through the eyes of a dad. I've never done a record mm -hmm. like that before because I've never had that experience before, and I'm pretty excited because I just really love the way that it's coming. And uh, yeah, if it's not out in 2018, it'll be completed. So be on the lookout for my next joint, which follows that uh, theme. Yes, and we thank you so much once again. Our condolences to you and your family, you. and um, the fact that you're you're still inspired to continue to do what you do is an amazing. And I know your father would be proud of you, um, and you're a great inspiration to your to your um, to your child as well, and to oh, people you. like us. And the fact that you're giving back and you let us know about artists like yeah. Maestro Fresh and um, the Cardinal Official that that giving back is showing us in the hip hop industry that hey. You know, before the Drakes and before the Tories and before the weekends, yeah. these are the guys and and people like um, Julie Blacks. Of those course. are the people that paved the way Absolutely. for us. So I thank you so much for for introducing that back to us, and um, I hope yeah. to hear from you more. You will for sure. I appreciate you having me, and you know, let it be known to everybody out there, man. No matter your age, how long you've been doing it, how new you are to the game, I believe there's space here for all of us because we all have our own original styles and ways of doing things and it just that's what makes Toronto and Canada great you know there's so many so much of us so many of us doing different things and we can all be part of it you know I was just reading something recently where people were saying you know is Toronto still the screw face capital oh. <laughs> i.e. the city where we all keep each other down and I'm like you know never that honestly like this is why I build with so many so holler at me dannyo.com and like let's work Yes, you know, it was amazing. Love you. you, man. We'll be back. Yes, thank you.